What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Nathan Crankfield, host of the Seeking Excellence podcast. Very excited for today's episode. Man, this one was some heat. Very happy I got to, to record here with my dear friend, Natalie Reether. Natalie is just an awesome human being, but uh, really does a great job in this episode of just breaking down the importance of fitness and how it impacts all the other areas of our lives. We also get really real and, and share both our own, you know, being vulnerable from our own perspectives, our own experiences ways that we failed in setting goals for physical fitness and ways that we think other people fail typically in setting goals for physical fitness. So we really hope that this helps, especially at the beginning of the year and uh, going about setting these new goals and fitness goals for the year and all these different things that we're trying to change about our lives and, and to live healthier lifestyles this year. I really hope that this episode impacts you in a positive way in that. And then I also want to encourage you to go check out today's blog written by my dear friend, Leanne Leary, which is all about CrossFit and faith. If you recall, if you, you might've listened to this, might've not, but Father Mike Schmitz did a great uh, short podcast and YouTube video once on the five things that the church can learn from CrossFit. And so Leanne kind of breaks that down. She's a CrossFit level one trainer herself. And so she walks through ways that the church can learn things from CrossFit and just the ways that fitness kind of really is intertwined with our faith. So that's really great. But Here's a little bit about Natalie uh, that'll get you excited to hear from her. Natalie is a recent graduate of Benedictine College. She has a degree in biology. She got accepted recently, which is awesome, to continue her education at the University of Kansas Medical Center, where she will earn both her doctorate of physical therapy and an MBA over the next four years. Natalie is also a certified personal trainer whose mission is to bring Catholic values into the fitness world. She firmly believes that maintaining a healthy lifestyle is key to excelling in all other aspects of life. So just from hearing that, I'm sure you can understand why I wanted to have Natalie on. She totally understands our philosophy and strives to live it out every day. So I hope you enjoy. You were never out of the fight. You were created for a time such as this. And you are now preparing to be sent into battle. God is calling you to be his disciple, to be formed in virtue and holiness. He has appointed you as an ambassador of his kingdom, to go and represent him to his people. And he's enlisted you as a soldier of Christ, to be sent out to fight for the good in this world. You are not made to make excuses. time for you to take extreme ownership for your life, for all of your life. It's time to rise up and finally be the man or woman you were created to be. Follow God. Lead others. And never surrender. It is time to begin seeking excellence. Hey everyone, welcome to the Seeking Excellence Podcast. My name is Nathan Crankfield, your host. I'm very excited today to be with one of my dear friends, Natalie, not Ruther, uh -oh. Natalie Reether. Yes, you remembered. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah, I actually wanted to clarify that before we started, but <laughs> forgot to. And I was yep. like, man, now I just got a full blown send it. Spot on. Praise the Lord. Yeah. But Natalie, it's great to be with you today. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Excited. Absolutely. So I know we've wanted to do this for a while. You're one of my, uh, I think, most knowledgeable friends when it comes to physical fitness, Ooh. especially post army, I feel like okay. people there were generally obsessed with it. So that helped. Yeah. But now, you know what I mean? Especially in like more deeper Catholic circles, there's mm. a neglect of physical fitness of nutrition and things like that. So I love your passion for that. So I'm excited to talk about that today, but first would you just share a little bit about your life and your background and stuff like that? Yeah, for sure. I guess we'll stick more with like how I got to be like, so into the fitness world. Sure. We'll kind of just start there. Um, yeah, I mean, I was always the three sport athlete, like year round. I was going, you that adds know, up, yeah, yeah, it does, it does. So you're like, okay, well, that's all I am, you know, like I'm, I'm the athlete, right? So, I mean, I was playing soccer since I was three up until I was in high school, volleyball, gymnastics, the whole nine yards. And then I got to college and I was like, oh, well, I don't want to do this anymore because yeah. I'm not going to have time because I originally wanted to be pre med. So oh, I was like, okay. there's no way, like, I can balance all this. So I was like, sure. all right, well, 
I guess I'm not playing sports anymore. So I had like a big identity crisis when I got to college. I was like, okay, well now what, like, what, what do I do? Mm -hmm. Like, well, I know how to work out. Like, (laughs) I guess I'll just go do that. So then that kind of became my identity as like, oh, well, she's just a girl that always works out. And that was fine. Like it was good. I was like, I guess I'll just run with, (laughs) run with that. Um, Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, how can I, you know, make money with this and like actually help people because it's something I'm passionate about. Right. So I talked to one of the professors at Benedictine, shout out Ravens. <laughs> Go Ravens. Go Ravens, of course. <laughs> um, and he signed me into like the personal training class and I got my certification and then started working here in Atchison. And I just fell in love with it. I was like, this is awesome. Like I get to help so many different people, right. you know, live their best, like live their best life and like gain confidence. Um, and I, like during that time, I was kind of going through a lull in my face, like faith. I've always been Catholic, like cradle Catholic. Um, but I was like, okay, how am I supposed to bring this in to physical fitness? Cause I've never seen it really done before. Right. Like how, how do you balance it? Because it's everyone on Instagram going, Hey, okay. Don't wear a lot of clothes. And then like, <clears throat> sorry, take a lot of pictures of yourself. Right. And post them everywhere, which is the complete opposite of what we're called to be as Catholics sure. is modest and, you know, self-aware and, yeah. you know, humble. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Complete polar opposite. I was like, "Mm, this doesn't work. And like, I was, I was finding myself doing the same thing. Like Mm. I was wearing gym shark, you know, like not like wearing sports bras and leggings and you name it to the gym. And I saw no problem with it. I was like, yeah, no, this is what I'm supposed to do. If I'm going to be a trainer, like I have to have this image. Right. And then, yeah. Like one day I was like, there's gotta be more to this. Like this isn't it. So I, I kind of just sat down. I started writing. I was like, why, how did we get here? You know, like, how did I end up feeling like this where I feel isolated, where I have to pick either my faith or physical fitness? Like, how did we get here? And I kind of just started looking through my phone and going on social media. I was like, whoa, like I never really looked at what I was consuming where it was like all of these Mm -hmm. models and these fitness like influencers, which is, I hate, I hate that term. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and they're, cause they're, they are influencing you, but they're influencing you to do terrible, like, right. like not the right things. So I immediately unfollowed like half of the people I was following. Wow. I was like, I, yeah, I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> um, and I just sat down I was like, all right. I was like, well, you know, if I'm having this problem, I'm sure a few other people are having the same like right. internal conflict. And it kind of like came down to like me just being like, all right, well, all I'm doing every day is just envying other people. And then me making other people like I want other people to envy me like that was a cycle right yeah and I was like all right I gotta get out of that so I wore big t-shirts I wore leggings or I wore not leggings I wore like big baggy sweatpants yeah and I just like went to the gym I didn't look at the scale I didn't look at what I was eating I just went and I just focused on like what I was doing for me yeah and like ever since then like I was actually able to like kind of transform my faith in that and being like all right well I got this is for you now like it's not about me taking pictures. It's not about like mm-hmm. me wanting to look the best and better than everyone else. Like this is about like seeking a struggle with you and like helping others get to where they need to be. Like, it's not about me anymore. Yeah. You know? And I think that's like where I'm kind of at now is like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I still go to the gym for myself, but like, it's almost a prayer time now where I'm like, right. okay, who can I offer this up for? Like, what am I feeling right now that like, I need that extra push to like, get me through this workout and like, not make it about myself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And so now share more about like, so you're going to KU in the summertime. Yeah, I am going to KU. So Kansas university, yeah, I guess it's KU Medical Center. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> KU's not the same across the country. No, yeah, not the same thing. Um, but yeah, so after, so I have my degree in biology actually. So not like strength and conditioning or exercise science or anything like that. Um, but like in doing per- personal training, I was like, there's like, I, I love doing this, but I was always more drawn to like the science aspect of stuff and like really getting deep into like how like muscles move and like how like post injury people get back to being where they were. Like that was always so interesting to me. Right. But like, all right, well, I'll shadow some places. And then I fell in love with physical therapy. So, yeah. Mm. So now I'm starting my doctorate of physical therapy program in june that's awesome yeah. such a good combination of athlete and nerd yes oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. 
that's my that's my new identity <laughs> that's, it. Yeah. that's it we found it yep. that's amazing no i think it's really cool you said so many great things there you know i, I love when you were talking about just like the beginning of your fitness journey of mm-hmm. trying to see how can i help other people along with this you know which is such a great mindset and obviously something i think that your faith background and growing up in the faith mm-hmm. really would would help you to see you know what i mean the immediate yeah. this has been beneficial for me because that's the, the fun, foundations of evangelization right yep. like this has transformed my life yep how can I now pass this along to other yep. people, right? To transform there. So I think that's really big. Love what you say about the virtue being in the mean, you know, like I think so, so oftentimes the the church world, as I said earlier, neglects fitness completely, yeah. you know, and very, very heavily emphasizes modesty. Mm-hmm. And then you have the world, which emphasizes fitness, but also, you know, very immodest behavior right. and just showing off your body for sex appeal, for sexuality, for things like that in our over-sexualized world. Right. Mm-hmm. And so how can we, take the the value of modesty and the value of exercise and combine them together, which is something that I think is a growing movement in the church and Mm -hmm. in Christian circles, but definitely is still at the very, very beginning stages. It's a very hard balance. Like it's a very hard balance. I mean, even for myself, like going from being in that very materialistic, like self-centered world and like trying to make that transition, like every once in a while, I still feel myself like kind of being tugged back being like, okay, well, maybe I should, you know, look like this more again. I'm like, okay, no, like stay off the scale. Like don't get back into that and just focus on why you're here. Like focus on, look at where you were and like, look at where you are now. And I think that a lot of people are almost scared to like get involved in like the fitness world because of that, especially like Catholics. Cause they're like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to look like those people. But at the end of the day, like you have to take care of yourself and like you can eat healthy and you can do all that, but like, you need to have some physical fitness in your life in order to like just have a balance and like have time for yourself and right. increase endorphins and you know just energy energy yeah. mental like, health yeah i mean there's so many things that i mean they're just great benefits to actually like getting some good exercise even if it's just 30 minutes of going outside and walking like right even in the winter like yeah yeah just get outside and do oh, something some could say especially in the winter yeah especially in the winter make it harder make <laughs> exactly it harder. why not <laughs> yeah, i know that's one of your favorite things is it make is. things more difficult so and i think you know you probably experienced this i know i have like when you're following those different people or especially when at, you know through doing that you like you become friends with different mm-hmm. people right like mm-hmm. with athletes with people who love fitness i remember for me it was like i had my very like traditional like stronger conservative like uh, like socially conservative, you know what I mean? Like uh, Christian circles and then being in the military, like the stuff that people would post was so different. And when you're trying to balance that modesty and, uh, you know, love for fitness, it is tough, you know, because if you post something that's on either side, you know what I mean? The other side is going to start to criticize you, which yeah. is, which is a tough thing to deal with for mm-hmm. men and women. Yeah. You know, for sure. Yeah. Cause you see people, you know, you see people post shirtless pics or, you know, people like you were talking about earlier, sports bras and leggings yeah. and all this stuff. And yep. then if you do that, if you do anything, even like a 10th of what you're seeing, yeah. <laughs> other people are criticizing. People are like, what are you doing? doing and you're right? like, okay, listen, I'm trying, like, I'm trying to figure this right? out. Yeah. You're trying to find the balance. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that, yeah, we have to have patience for with each other as we do that, you know? And I think it's so easy. I, I did the podcast a couple months ago on not being as judgmental towards mm-hmm. people. Um, and I'm not advocating for people to to be immodest by any means, but just having patience with people and loving them and uh, especially avoiding gossip. I think it's easy to to get into gossiping. You know what I mean? When you see somebody uh, violating what are your, you know, standards for modesty or even what are the church's general standards for modesty? For sure. It's easy to start to do that. And so I think we just have to be mindful of how we do that and understand that, you know, certain people might be everybody's struggling we're all struggling with one side or the other typically yep. right yep. and like especially as we try to find that mean something that i have learned is like i've had a ton of clients who have like a lot of like eating disorders and stuff like that right and usually it's a compensation mechanism of like mm-hmm. not like not wearing a lot or like posting a lot of pictures or like i'm not saying everyone that does that has that but like usually there's a more of a problem underneath that you don't know about it's like right. you judging that is not going to help anyone get anywhere like right. you, have, you have to like love them first and like meet them there before you can even like address the rest of the stuff that's going on. Right. You know? Yeah. So, so with that, you know, and I think that the the fitness industry, social media, things like that have greatly contributed to some of those issues, right. Mm-hmm. To eating disorders, to some For of the sure. social issues and For people sure. and stuff that and mental health issues that people face within that. So I know you have a, a plethora of frustrations, you know, when it comes so to the fitness industry. So, so talk to me about some of those. What are some of the things that you think cause, whether eating disorders or just the unhealthy obsessions with 
overexercising or whatever it might be, or just, mm -hmm. you know, the bad self images and, and what has been kind of your journey with that as well? Yeah. I think like the main part is there's a lot of people that want to pretend like they're experts and they're not, mm. you know, and they give all of this information like, Hey, this worked for me. So like, it's going to work for you. I'm like, that no, it's me. not. And it's like, no, for it's some not. people, it's like, it's not even that it's worked for me. It's like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I have been like mind blown at the, the confidence of some people to come out and like want to start being like start a fitness page when they're not it's like if you haven't lived a healthy like fit lifestyle for yep. a couple of years yep. you know what i'm saying yep. like yeah. maybe not the fitness page route might not be for you if you're two weeks in now if you want to do some like accountability with somebody or something like that different story. sure different story but when you're trying to coach people and think mm -hmm. like i'm like dude what are you mm -mm. doing my favorite is when it's like like oh like gym junkie and like all this stuff like in the bio like the bio of the instagram page and i'm like all right well where's your certification like right where's your education in any of this like you can't yeah. just go tell people to go lift 500 pounds and that's gonna work for them or like go eat no carbs and like go keto because that's good for them i'm like no like every person is so different and if you don't have like at least some type of certification or some kind kind of knowledge or like ability to read research and like understand that people just have very different backgrounds and like very different needs like you you don't need to be starting the fitness page like right. you don't. and i think yeah just <clears throat> in that i think it's so important because it's something that I, I was thinking about a lot recently and talking with some people on the seeking excellence team about this is it, it, you know when it comes to we were talking about in regards to the black community or you talk about in regards to the church or in regards to fitness, all these different areas, right? Or even if you're trying to help people in their marriages, is it, we just get so lazy as people who are trying to make a positive difference right. to say, this is just work for everybody. Yeah. We just want to make this blanket suit everything. Wants, we want to make things scalable, which is important. And it's an important mm -hmm. part of effectiveness and efficiency when you're trying to make change on a large scale. But you can never afford to neglect the fact that individuals are individuals. Yeah. And like, that we have to treat people as that. And it's a very Catholic thing to do mm -hmm. to be like, you are an individual person yeah. and you matter. And so like, I'm going to learn your story and your needs and your goals, you know what I mean? Your desires and what, how God made you so that I can best help you to be the person that God created you to be, hundred percent. you know, yeah. and it's so easy to just want to be, yeah, just laziness to yeah. me. Well, it's hard. It's, it's hard to stay up to date. It's right. hard to constantly have new information for people, especially in the fitness industry, because the fitness industry as it is now is a very new field. Like there is a right. lot of science that's like actually coming out, you know, like ever since like Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of started it out, people were like, oh, oh, like this is kind of a thing. Like maybe we should actually pump some money into this and figure right. out like what's going on here. And like, and every day, like there's something new, like I'll, I'll program a certain workout. And then four months later, people are like, okay, well, like the physics behind this isn't really good for people who have like this disability or like arthritis like that's not a good and i'm like okay well now i gotta step back i gotta reprogram all of this and like it's exhausting because you're like okay i think i figured it out and then they say you're like all right i don't have it figured out anymore. right but like that's that's life like it's always going to be like that you always have to be a lifelong learner and yep. like constantly grow in your field like you can't just be stagnant yep. i mean you can but right you're not really gonna be helping many yeah. people <laughs> maybe be like a math teacher or something if you don't want things to change <laughs> Math is math. <laughs> right, yeah. But actually, it's not. Because you think about all the parents these days, you know, they complain about, yeah. why they change math? I think it's hilarious. Yeah. But I'm not looking forward to that someday of not being able to, you know, like teach my kids multiplication because they changed how you do it yep. or whatever's changed. But, to ask a teacher. Yeah, you know, but that's exactly right. And I think that people lose the ability. It, it's so much more fun or gratifying to have 15,000 followers than it is to actually invest in and help 10 people transform their lives. Well, and then people get money from that. Like yeah. you make one fitness, this is my other thing, you know, <laughs> Let's on, hear it. online fitness programs. No, don't do them. Don't do it. Unless like you already have a general understanding of your body don't right. do it because yeah. it's the same thing Yeah. for everyone. Yep. And they make hundreds of thousands, million of million dollars on this just because they put whatever workout together and because they don't wear clothes on Instagram. Right. Yeah. You're like I'm not helping anyone, yeah. you know, and like people are just buying into it and I don't know. It's just, it's very frustrating. Yeah. The combination of genetics and angles and yeah. <laughs> unhealthy eating habits that then turn into everybody thinking that they can look like you if they do this yeah. thing yeah. or that thing. Yeah. It's definitely tough. And that's, that's true for everything, you know? And I remember, um, 
uh, when I joined LA fitness over just over a year ago, it was like, or actually it was like a year and a half ago. Now I'm getting old, but, uh, <laughs> they, they were talking about like having a personal trainer and different things. And yeah. I was really considering it. And, you know, I've looked at, like, I enjoy CrossFit and stuff. Yeah. So, um, it just like realizing how expensive it can be sometimes and Certainly. talking to other people, like you realize how unwilling people are to invest in their fitness though, you know, like, yes. cause I've always at least like heavily considered it. And the only reason like I didn't, con- or the only reason at times I didn't take it was because I have been like, I have had a lot of yeah. experience, you know yeah, what I mean? As right. an adult working out that right. I'm just like, do I need this based on where I'm at financially right now? Yeah. You know, yes or no. Mm-hmm. And I, but you have to evaluate that. But even people, you know, to not want to pay for a gym membership or to not want to even do anything that can help you in that, like we invested every area of our lives that we feel like is important, you know, and you have to invest in being a human being. And so, I mean, this is the importance of this. This talks about, you know, this goes into how seeking excess is important in all things and the seven pillars, because when you're budgeting financially, a lot of times when people budget for the first time, they realize how much money they waste. Yes. And there's typically money for a gym membership in that money yes, you waste, 100%. you know, <laughs> yeah, how much, well, yeah. It's like, you can't, you can't do any of the other stuff you want to do if you're not healthy. Right. You know? So like you need to take care of yourself so that you can do all the other things that you've been planning to do and you can do them even longer and you can do them at the same pace that you're doing right now, you know, cause your body can't keep up if you don't take care of it. Absolutely. If, if you, if you eat 20 tacos a day and sit on your butt, there's not really, you're not, you're not going to be saving the world at the, at the age of 50. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> it catches not. up really fast. Yeah. And and so I think it's one of the things, everything in the seven pillars is delayed, delayed gratification stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like none of that, you know, I think nothing's longer than the spiritual life. Cause that one you don't see until you really die, right. you know, like whether or not how you really live impacts your salvation or your yeah. eternal life. But uh, even your fitness or your finances. And and sometimes, you know, even like relationship stuff, the stuff mm-hmm. that you do uh, to invest into a relationship, like you don't see the rewards for these things right away. Right. But all the things and all the vices and all the things that lead you away from excellence in those areas, you do get to experience the reward, you know, yep. the momentary pleasure, the reward for those things right away, eating a cookie sure. or whatever it might be, or, or sure. not, not having the gym membership and, and feeling like you're saving that money, like feels good. Mm-hmm. But then over time, yeah, you know, when you see and I I saw it all the time in the military, but you see it even in just regular life, you know, uh, people in their 50s and 60s with just all kinds of health issues Mm -hmm. or body, you know, uh, mobility issues and things like that, that they're not able to do what they wish they could because they haven't taken care of themselves. Right. Yeah. And it's just not worth it. No, it's not. Yeah. It's really wild. But yeah, hopefully, you know, we can continue to, to share the message and get people more uh yeah more just focus on that so how how do you feel like it has impacted you and like your self-image over time like what was kind of some of your journey with that and how did you go about um really starting to like practically i I obviously you shared about you know i love that you shared about going hard in the other direction of saying i'm gonna wear baggy shirts and sweatpants to the gym instead you know but what is some of like the mindset and stuff you have for people when they're striving to find the balance in that And, and really especially for women in trying to figure out their self-image and how they feel about their bodies for sure I think like in the beginning it was always like a confidence booster for me (laughs) it was such a confidence booster for me where I was like okay you know maybe today didn't work out but I can go in the gym and I can like squat this certain amount of weight and like I have that to look forward to like at least I had that done and like that was a confidence thing that I really really needed at most points in my life yeah and then you know, along with that, I ended up getting, you know, more cocky and more com- like confidence turned into cockiness, which are two completely different things. Sure. But eventually one can lead to the other if you're not careful. So that confidence definitely ended up taking a turn. And then that's kind of where I was like, okay, I need to, I need to step back. But I think one of the biggest things that I've learned and just like being with having that self, um, self-confidence and like struggling with self-image is like just staying off the scale like that really is like one of the biggest things because weight is such like an arbitrary thing and the only reason why we're so obsessed with it is because we go to the doctor and like okay well you weigh this much and your body mass index is this which is usually just used for like insurance purposes right so i mean like the good old bmi yeah i'm like i'm five six and probably i don't know 140 right now Mm mm-hmm so they like, not that that's unhealthy, but it's like going up towards like the overweight because I have a lot of bot like muscle mass on me. Right. So, 
if I go to the doctor and they're like, Hey, your BMI is like starting to go up. And I'd be like, Oh shoot. Like I need to start losing weight when in reality I'm perfectly fine. And like, I'm probably healthier than the average person that's five, six and 140, right. you know, it's so, like just staying off the scale and like really kind of just focusing on like, this is going to sound weird because you're taking care of your body, but like not looking at your body every day and not like really focusing on that, but focusing more on like, how is it making you feel like, are you giving that time to God? Like, can you somehow transform this to where like, it's not about you anymore? You know? Cause I mean, there's many days where like, I wake up at 5am. I'm like, wow, I really like, I don't want to go. Right. Like, yeah. Why do I, why would I do that? It's 20 degrees outside. Why am I going to go? I'm like, okay, well it's because last night I said I was going to dedicate this workout to this person that died. Like, all right, yeah. well now I at least have the motivation to get out and go. Right. And eventually like, if you start there making it not about yourself, you eventually can got to get it back to like it being more about you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Things kind of come full circle. For sure. Yeah. 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 And I think that it's such an interesting thing to think about how you really can trick yourself in certain ways to yeah, yeah. grow in virtue or yeah, it's grow a mental and, game. And hit it some really of your is. goals. Yeah. And just yeah. kind of taking a, 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 just a completely different approach. I've always had the same struggle, like with BMI. I remember I've been overweight yeah. on the BMI scale since I was a senior in high school. Yeah. And like, there was, really at this point, no chance of me dropping back yeah. below, uh, you know, where I'm supposed to be. I think I'm like 55 pounds over the, uh, the weight that I'm supposed well, to be. I mean, your, your skeletal, like your bones might literally just weigh more than the average person. Right, like, it yeah. might just be something that simple where you have no control over that. Right. But because someone in a Again, white not coat, every person's the same. Yeah, yeah. Someone in a white coat told you that so you're, different. Yeah, <laughs> you're overweight, then you just go and start a fad diet and then try and drop 15 pounds that you don't need to be dropping. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. I think it's so important. I think the the mind games are so are so big. I, I always tell people like for myself, I've ebbed and flowed, especially since I got, you know, since like 2017 in my fitness and like my consistency was working out. Mm -hmm. And I always say that like my my best strategy that I've learned for myself is that I like to uh, give myself back into bro lifting first. Yes. You know, we talked about this, yep. I think before, yep. or I like to start bro lifting what I could, what I call bro lifting, you know, and which is basically just your classic, like dude lifts, right? Yep. Like bench press, squat, deadlift. deadlift. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Curls, yep. you know what I'm saying? Shoulder yep. day, like just crushing those. And I love, I love doing those. That's the stuff I'm, I'm better at, you know? Yep. And so it's an easy way for me to get back in the gym. Sure. And so this is kind of the steps that I take is I start doing the bro lifting first. And then over time, I'm going to the gym more regularly. So then I'll start adding in some cardio at the beginning, yep. right? Cardio and core. And so I started doing that. As I start to have results, then I'm more inspired and motivated to start watching my diet and mm -hmm. to start eating better. You know, mm -hmm. I'm focused more on being intentional about my or my hydration, mm -hmm. being intentional about my sleeping, making sure that I'm sleeping and resting enough, you know? And it's interesting how like I, I try to do that so that I'm kind of growing in waves and getting to saying, I know where the end goal is. Yep. You know, I know what I'm trying to get to, but I can't do all of this at once, mm -hmm. you yep. know? So I, I know we talked a little bit before this about how people try to do everything at once. Like what's some yes. of your thoughts on that? And just like where people go wrong with goal setting, yeah, especially, sure. you know, around the, the new year's time is a big time mm -hmm. for people to set goals. So mm -hmm. where do you think people go wrong with that? Yeah. I mean, like just like you said, it's trying to do too much, like way too soon. And mm -hmm. I mean, I think a lot of people will start out and like have this mindset of like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym like five times a week. And then right. that's it. Or six. Or yeah. And I mean, <laughs> it, you go from zero to a hundred, like you're, you're not, you got to be attainable with that. And even like, okay, maybe you hate going to the gym. So why would you say you're going to go to the gym five times a week? Like, why don't you do something? Like maybe you like doing yoga. Like, why don't you start there? Right. Like just because someone else likes doing something doesn't mean that you're going to like doing that. So like, play around a little bit, play around for a couple of weeks and see like, and okay, it doesn't make you bad to not no, like with somebody else. Likes. Not at all. Yeah. Like if you, if you're a like yoga master, like power to you, right. Like I can't do yoga. Right. Like, I, I can't touch my toes, but like <laughs> I can go squat like 200 pounds, like, yeah. like completely different things. But I think like, like you said, it's just kind of starting where, you know, you're going to be at least successful. So like maybe like how you said, you start out with the bro lifting and then the, like the health and the eating and the drinking like enough water during the day comes later. Like I'm the complete opposite. Like I drink mm. water, I drink a gallon of water a day. And then with that, like I'll start eating healthier because I'll feel better. I'm like, okay, well now I have energy. Now I'm going to go to the gym. That's so interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's complete opposite. Yeah. Like, you never like, maybe you want to eat healthy first and then the water comes on, like figure out a, a goal and a 
routine that'll be good for you yeah whatever comes more naturally because some yeah. people like to run some people do it in yeah. my order but it's yeah. running first you know what i mean that they like <laughs> they like to the run it's, yeah it's so funny yeah, yeah. it's so big yeah because I, I think it's something that people always say to me because i'll talk about the need for fitness especially when i'm talking about masculinity or anything regarding men mm-hmm. um and you know in a faith setting and just the need for for fitness uh and mental toughness and stuff like that and the stuff the discipline that you can learn through that um, and how that can help form you as a better man. Yeah. A lot of times people are like, well, you don't have to, like, there's such a movement, which is it, it which is inherently good, I think. It mm-hmm. has good intentions to be like, you don't have to be, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You don't have to be, you know, Ray Lewis, some big, you know, dude that can fight people, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I get that. Like, I have just as much respect for people who are out there running marathons, mm-hmm. you know, that are thin and, and mm-hmm. running marathons or biking and doing triathlons and doing crazy stuff sure. in the cardio realm that I do for guys who can, you know, deadlift 600 pounds. Like, yeah. I think that it's important. I just respect people who push themselves and challenge themselves. Yeah. And I think that physically is one of the ways that you have to challenge yourself. For sure. And I think with that, especially like going into New Year's, is like, you have to be okay with failing. Yeah. And like, I think that's what deters a lot of people, like from going to the gym, like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to look so dumb. Like, people, yeah. are gonna t- like people are going to talk about me. Like, I promise you most times, if you go in the gym and you just ask someone a question, they'll be more than happy to help you. Right. Like, having that fear, don't let that fear deter you. And don't let failure, like keep you from reaching your goals. Because at the end of the day, like when you see all these people that, like you said, are like running marathons, squatting or deadlifting 600 pounds, they didn't do that overnight. And I know that's like super cliche, but you know, failure comes with everything in life. And like, it's no different when you're in the gym. So like for you to like just expect to go in the gym and be perfect at doing every single workout like that's just not going to happen yeah like you have to be willing to put that time in to learn something new and like that that can be like the fun part of it is like learning to do something that's more challenging in a different way absolutely it's it's that classic cliche that like as people especially when you're around the new year people overestimate what they can do in 30 days and underestimate what they can do in a year Mm -hmm. you know it's so easy to do that like it's so easy to just be like I'm going to, you know, be a superhero at the end of this month and I'm going to drop 20 pounds this month. And it's like, dude, don't Mm-mm. like set, you have to set longer goals yeah. and set you're, you're trying to create a new lifestyle. Like yeah. that's, that's almost the issue with like creating goals that are outcome oriented in the gym. Kind of what you're talking about with like the scale, right. Mm-hmm. Is that you really want to have something that you become somebody who goes to the gym regularly, that you yep. generally eat healthy. Like that's the stuff that's important. And yeah. people that will transform your life. Like you want a lifestyle. Not just you know a, a goal or a moment or mm-hmm. you know a, a single thing for sure that you wouldn't be able to do. But I, I love what you shared there. You know the classic like Planet Fitness gym intimidation stuff, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> the lunk alarm, the lunk alarm, all that goodness, yeah. right? Yeah. Is, is and I think that this is this is something that really drove me nuts with people and people would tell me that all the time. Well, you know I don't want to go to the gym because I don't know what to do or I'm embarrassed or I'm not in shape yet or whatever. And I'm just like, listen, who cares? Who? Yeah. First of all, who cares? But secondly. We all experience that yeah. in different places. Yeah. I was like, you know, when I when I got to Fort Benning, Georgia, when I was in my first year in the army, I had never squatted before. Mm-hmm. I had never back squatted, front squatted, none of it. Mm-hmm. I'm with these guys. It's, it's where the uh, Third Ranger Battalion is stationed, right? And so we would go to the gym that those guys go to, mm-hmm. and they were just monsters, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm walking in there, and like I'm in shape, you know, compared to the average American. But I go in there, and this is like a like a pro football team or yeah. something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like these no, guys were sure. yoked. They're doing all kinds of CrossFit stuff I had never seen before, mm-hmm. all these things. I'm just like, I don't know how to do any of this. Yeah. And I was, but I forced myself to go to that gym more often than not, right. as opposed to going to another one where I knew the machines or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, no, like I need to go here and learn from these. I need to be, just being around them is helpful. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. the same mentality. It's the same mindset that I had when I, uh, you know, I, I wrote a blog about this. I never did a podcast on it, but talked about joining the honors program at Mount St. Mary's when I was in college. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know, I'm uncomfortable. I'm not as good at school with these guys. I didn't have as good as grades as them. As, as my grades were not as good as theirs were in high school. You know, I don't know how to study as well as they do. I don't know how to, you know, warm up to the teacher. I'm not as good of a writer. Mm-hmm. But I bet being around them will elevate me in all of those areas. And I'd rather be elevated than stay where I'm at or go somewhere where I just feel better, yep. become smarter than kids. Yep. You know, like I want to be challenged. And that's the mindset and mentality I think people need to have. And, mm-hmm. and you can get over that gym intimidation. And just say, yeah, you know, I'm not where I want to be, but being around these healthier people, yeah, I'm going to learn some stuff. And well, you're exactly right. People are willing to help if you ask. For sure. And like, that's something that like, you and I always talk about is like getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. like, because every day something's going to make you uncomfortable, most likely. Yeah. So the sooner you get 
like become okay with being uncomfortable, the sooner you're going to like be able to grow, like not quicker, I guess, faster <laughs> as an individual, right. like you become, you adapt to being uncomfortable and it's not as uncomfortable anymore. Yeah. And then you put yourself in a community that's healthy and is striving to all be better at the same time. Like that's a recipe for success, like success, like you're yeah. ready to go. But just, I think why people put into their new year's resolutions, like going to the gym is because they need to be around all those people that have that same mindset. Yeah. You know, and like that's not a bad thing. So, like, maybe throw that in there, maybe once or twice a week, even if you're not a huge fan of the gym. Right. Just like get around people that are also doing what you want to be doing. Yep. Or get an accountability partner. I think that's a huge thing that a lot of people overlook, especially in the New Year's, because they don't want to like bring anyone along with them in their struggle. But, you know, that's what we're asked to do as Catholics is like love people within their struggle. Right. So, I mean, you reach out to someone, I guarantee you they'll be like, yeah, sure. I'll make sure you go to the gym or like, I'll shoot you a text. Like how long, how, how long does it take you to just shoot a text to someone else? Be like, Hey, did you go to the gym? Right. And like, that's it. You know, or like, Hey, I, I didn't go like, all right, well, what happened? Yeah. You know? And we all know somebody who also wants to get healthier in the new year. For sure. <laughs> For sure. hundred percent. Yeah. 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 It's so big. It's so important. I think. And, uh, yeah, just one, one thing that you said in there that I think is really big is, or, or you said before that I think is really important, is the need to embrace the failure. Mm-hmm. You know, you just talked about being uncomfortable and, and failing is uncomfortable, right? Like not doing it, not doing what we set out to do, not, not doing what we told other people we would do. Like that's embarrassing. It's uncomfortable. It's, yes. uh, it, you know, it, it, it brings about guilt in our hearts and our minds. And I think one of the things that's so important in that is it's is you have to be willing to get back up when you fall but also just like this mindset of not letting one turn into two, mm-hmm. you know? So if I miss one day in the gym, like embracing that reality that this has already happened, yep. it sucks that it happened, but I definitely have to make it the next time, mm-hmm. you know, and creating in, in your life, this routine that's non-negotiable as opposed to something that's constantly being able to be moved around. Right. And that's, you know, going back to our faith again, like you just shared about, you know, the importance as Catholics and accountability partners. One thing that, that came to mind when you said that is that's to me, the importance of why we go to mass every Sunday. And I have a lot of, you know, Protestant friends and things that when they're traveling or whatever, there's times where they're just like, oh, I just watch church at home. And it's so easy to just like casually fade away. The devil does not like to yank people away from church. Right. Because then you notice. Exactly. He yeah. gradually wants you to slip away. And so that's exactly what will happen in your fitness journey, in your health, you know, and why we go to mass every Sunday, because every Sunday, not most Sundays, not some Sundays, but every Sunday yep. that's called to be, that's what we're called to do. Right. Yep. Um, and just like in our faith, when we fail, we have to immediately try to get back up and say, I can't let it turn into two. Mm-hmm. You know, if I miss one day at the gym, whatever, like accept it, embrace it. And now I have to go this next time and I have to right. make it a priority and I have to move other things around so that I can make this happen. For sure. And I think, I think a lot of people like going back to just having that fear of failing, like just at the end of the day, just don't want to do it. But then when you really think about it, you know, how do you feel when you spend an entire day sitting on the couch or you spend an entire day not doing what you want to do? You feel awful. Disgusting. I guess. Yeah, yeah. You feel disgusting at the end of the day versus, okay, well, at least I went up and went to the gym or at least I got this task done. And right. this task done. Like you always feel better when you set out to do the things that you wanted to do. Right. And it seems like it's such a simple thing, but like, okay, well then do it. Yeah. You know, like just do what you're, you say you're going to do. Like it's, it, it's a really simple thing that people just don't ask themselves. Right. I think, I think they kind of just get lost in the everyday like humbug of stuff and like just laziness and they don't ask themselves, okay, like, am I actually doing what I was supposed to do today? Or am I just yeah. kind of going through the motions? Did I even create a plan? Yeah. Did I create a plan? What like, was I supposed to do today? That's the worst. When you get to the end, you're yeah, just like, what did wait, I need to do today? Well, and I think people don't take time to sit down and like figure out their why or like figure out their purpose, which I know you've talked about a lot before. Definitely. Like, you can't wake up every day without having a purpose. Like you need to sit down take some time. And I think that's a really good thing for people to do in new year's is like actually evaluate their life. If they haven't done so like within the past month or two. Right. And seeing like how things have changed. Like, where do you want to be a week from now, a month from now, six months from now in a year, like right. make those four plans because one's going to lead to the next. Yep. But if you, if you're like, Hey, in a year, I want to be over here. And then you don't make any steps to be there not really gonna work out yeah you know exactly yeah absolutely 100 and so i love that and, and another thing that i want to talk about that you shared was uh you, you reminded me of this philosophy that i had when i was in college that i think uh you know one of my good friends sister lisa uh valentini who took me on three mission trips to the dominican republic taught me 
um, I think it was her that taught me this. She talked about how the need for like in finding your service and finding your calling in life to kind of figure out like God creates all of us to serve in some way mm-hmm. and you have to figure out it's your job to figure out how you're called to serve people. Right. And so what I did in college was I was just like a yes man when it came to service opportunities. Mm-hmm. Like I did everything that I could possibly do from working with people like the Special Olympics to Habitat for Humanity, right. Big Brothers, Big Sisters, going to retirement homes, you know, leading Bible study, just tried to do everything I could do. And I realized, wow, I really didn't like the Habitat for Humanity stuff. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed working with kids. I uh, enjoyed evangelizing, you know, and just kind of figuring right. out like, what do I enjoy doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen so many people when they find their niche, they're very, you know, enlivened by that. They have a lot of uh, passion and fulfillment through that. And I think fitness is similar, you know, kind of like I was talking about earlier, like we talked about where you said you like to do the health thing first. I like to do the, the lifting thing mm-hmm. first, but also within fitness, I think it's important as you set out in goals in a new year, if you're trying to set out for a new healthy lifestyle to, you know, back to the mind games is like, find what you enjoy the most. Like some people like the orange theory kind of group classes and the competition aspect of things. Some people mm-hmm. Uh, you know, might like powerlifting or powerlifting more, or some people might like bodybuilding more, you know, CrossFit or running or, but it's so important, I think, for people to really experiment with that. Another thing that I've done recently, I'm like, okay, now I'm trying to up my cardio because I'm trying to lose weight. I'm like, I can't keep bro lifting because I'm heavy enough, right? Like I hit my weight max. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I don't need to put on any more of this. So I'm like, I got to cut back on some of this stuff, but I know, you know, it's, it was what, 21 degrees this morning here in Kansas. Yep. And so I'm like, I'm not going to run every morning. Like I'm just being realistic with myself. I'm like, you know, I, like, I have my limitations. I can sit there and try to be David Goggins every morning. I'm not Natalie Reether yet. Like I can't get up at five o'clock and go to the gym. Like I don't do it. You know, I'm like, I just, I ain't got it in me. So I'm like, it's not going to happen. So what I do is I love playing basketball. Yeah. And so what I'll do, I'll, I'll go and I go up to Haverty, you know, into the gym, full court college size gym. And I'll do like, full court layups or practice my ball handling and, and, sh- yep. and do a bunch of jump shots and just keep my heart rate up for a full hour and just crush calories. Yep. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm just like hustling. I'll make myself do sprints and then shoot free throws. And if I miss run more sprints and just create a game, Yeah. you know, and it's, it's so fun and it's exciting. And the time flies by, yep. I'll either listen to an audio book or listen to music while I'm doing it. And I enjoy it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I mm-hmm. go from like, man, I don't really feel like working out today. I for damn sure don't feel like running today, nope. you know? Yeah. but I got to do something. And like, what do I, what's fun, you know, what's enjoyable to me. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that, that kind of stuff I think is so big. It, yeah. it could be the row machine for some people. I, I love doing the stair stepper mm. at the gym, you know, like mm. there's different things, but yeah. I hate running on treadmills. So if I do cardio in the gym, you know, I'll go to the stair step or sometimes the rower right. to find, you know, to right. get that, to get my heart rate up and things like that. Yeah. And like, like you said, like you go and play basketball. I feel like a lot of people, like once they get to like a certain age or like they stop playing sports, they're like, okay, well, I can't do that anymore. Like, no, right. Go do what you like to do. Like no yeah. one's going to judge you if you're out like getting healthy. And I mean, yeah. honestly, if people do judge you, they, they're probably just jealous. Like, yeah, honestly, like just do what like sure. you feel good about, which is exactly what you just said. But I just wanted to throw that in there. And if you can bring other people with you all the better. Yeah. You know, find yeah. somebody who will play tennis with you or who will play soccer or whatever, you Racquetball. know, yeah. yeah. And you just make up scenarios or games to play and mm-hmm. things. And it's, it's awesome. It's so much fun. I think it's really good. So what is it kind of like your, your final recommendations for people when it comes to like, so we talked about a lot of the problems and issues with setting goals mm-hmm. and, and ways to not do that things mm-hmm. to avoid. What are some of the ways that like, when you sit down, if you, if you already know yours for, you know, for the new year, if you've thought about that at all, like wh- how do you kind of start, how do you go about that process of setting out to say, this is what I want to do in the new year, or this is how, like, maybe it's quarterly for you, you know, somebody who's living an active lifestyle, like, mm-hmm. how do you kind of go about right. setting goals? I think I know you just PR'd in the squat not long ago. I did. Yeah. It, was, it was awesome. 205, right? No, 195. 195. That wasn't I wish far off. Yeah. I know. The That's two, close. The 200 just sounds a lot cooler. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't lie. I can't lie because someone's going to call me out and be like, no. Hey, man. <laughs> Sam's going to be texting. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. He's like, you lied. <laughs> squat over crazy anyway um yeah I think kind of just looking back over the entire year being like okay well did I set out to do what I wanted to do and if I didn't why did I not do that Mm -hmm. and I know like especially for me is I have not taken enough time to like actually take care of my body and like rehab it and like stretch and foam roll and actually relax amen like I just go you know 110% 110% all the time. And I'm yeah. like, I feel awful. Like I need to do mm-hmm. some yoga. I need to throw some more of that in there. But yeah, I mean, 
and just taking little little steps I think is like one of the biggest things and like also if you are like trying to get into the fitness world and you're nervous you don't know where to start like go into your gym go into a gym and just ask someone like hey I don't know where to start I guarantee you someone will help you or if you're in the Midwest, go to like a supplement store. There's supplement superstores. They'll go and they'll make you a program. They'll make you like whatever you need to do, get you hooked up. Like there are so many people out there that are willing to help you if you just ask. Right. And I think a lot of people are just not willing to ask. Yeah. You know, because again, fear of rejection, fear, fear of, you know, not, not being good enough or not having enough of an understanding to be there. But we're all, we're, none of us are, none of us are perfect. Right. So just, you know. You got to put yourself out there if you actually want to make the change. Yeah. And pursue it. There's so much knowledge and, and resources is. and things out there and, and people who are willing to help, like you said, For sure. I think it's so important. And I think the main thing too, is having people set outcome-based goals that aren't going to become toxic for you. Yeah. You know, not just, I want to be able to fit into this size of jeans, or I want to be able to look at this much on the scale. But like, I love to set goals that are like, I want to be able to bench, you know, mm-hmm. this amount of weight, or I mm-hmm. want to be able to deadlift this amount of weight. And I want to, like, I'd like to do kind of a well-rounded like, you know, excellence kind of thing for fitness to be like, sure. I want to be able to run a mile in this amount of time yeah. or hit this on the rower or something like that. It gives you something to work towards. Yes. Because you can give yourself a lot of purpose in life mm-hmm. through fitness goals and like working to them because you're working to them almost all parts of the day, right? Yeah. When sure. I'm like thinking about my posture or I'm thinking mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, hydrating like we talked about or when I'm hitting the meals or when they have, you know, donuts in the break room. Like, am I taking advantage of these yeah. things or am I really trying to be disciplined and really fight towards my goals and see if I can hit them. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of resources. I mean, there's a lot of like phone apps and stuff where you can like scan and track, like how many calories are you track? Like how many calories are you eating? What's your macros, which I think is a good place to start. If you have no idea where you're at at all, Mm -hmm. like there's an app called Lifesum, which is L I F E S U M. And you can just scan barcodes and it'll tell you what's in it, how many calories is it? And like kind of where you want to be. And I think that's a good place to start for like the first week or two just to kind of get you a general understanding of like, whoa, I'm eating like 6,000 calories in a day and I'm supposed to have like 3,000 or right. whatever, Yeah, you know? And I think another sure. thing is like, don't, don't be afraid to try new things, especially like for women. Like, I think there's a lot of cardio bunnies out there that go in and all yeah. they do is just, all right, well, I'm going to go on the treadmill. Yeah. Like, you're not, you're not, you're not going to get bulky. Like it's okay for you to resistance train. Like it's good for your muscles. It's good for your bones. Like right. get in there, pick up a, pick up a bar, like a barbell, a dumbbell, whatever kettlebell and just try it out. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Just experiment with it. Yeah. I think it's so yeah. big. And, and I just want to, you know, hit on, you said this earlier and you just, you just hit on it again, not long ago about the backtracking. I thought that was so wise when you shared that earlier on in your story, you talked about how you know, you got to a really unhealthy place and that was kind of how you identified that social media was really feeding into your self-image and right. stuff in a negative way. It, it, that's so important to look mm-hmm. back. And that's the importance, I think, of setting goals year over year. And one thing that I really failed in in 2020, which, I mean, praise God, like well, I, yeah. Jesus just took the wheel this year, uh, which I'm really grateful for because I did not set, I did not do like a goal setting at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. right? And somehow like the Lord just presented me with incredible opportunities and like, we got seeking excellence off the ground, like all these things happened, right? right? right. <laughs> it was just amazing. Right. It was a great year. Like yeah. I had a really, really good year, obviously a lot of hard stuff and I'm not trying to downplay anybody's no. challenges or struggles this year, um, but was just very blessed this year. Had had record highs in a lot of different areas. Um, but, but one of the great things about doing year over year, or if you do month to month or you do weekly goals mm-hmm. is you can look back and be like, why didn't I get this done? Like, why didn't this happen? You mm-hmm. can backtrack and say, where, where did I fail in this? Right you know, and then you can adjust again. And that's why it's worth it. Even if you every year at New Year's, you know, are, are making the same fitness goals or whatever. To, but if you're never looking back right. to say, where did I fall off last year? Like you're a clown if you're doing it every year oh, for sure. and never reviewing, like, how did I fail this year? Like, how did I not make this? And that's the reason why you should do it not just yearly, but monthly. Like you set the yearly goals mm-hmm. and then you have to break it down. Just, just like I would do with the, uh, like the weightlifting. Or if I yep. say, I want to hit seven minutes in a 2K on the row, you know, like I have to say, all right, where am I at right now? Mm-hmm. I'm going to track that at the beginning yeah, that's huge. and say, okay, I, if I'm, if I'm at eight minutes, I'm not going to be at seven minutes in a month, you know? Yeah. So like, maybe I can get down to 750 or 745 by the end of the month. Mm-hmm. You know, what are some realistic things? And now me knowing myself, I know that I can get to 730 in, in 30 days because right. I've been there, you know? So right. if I'm like, if I just consistently do it, I can get, I can drop a lot at the beginning mm-hmm. because I know myself and mm-hmm. I've worked out a decent bit. 
And so I think that's so important, though, to just take the time to really backtrack and say, okay, even if you're just setting a goal for the first time, understanding what enemies do I have that are out there, Mm -hmm. not like human being enemies, but like what what is holding me back from being what I want to be or or accomplishing what I want to accomplish? And what do I anticipate being the challenges? It could be people, like I said, donuts in the break room. Could be my grocery shopping habits. Could be when I eat out. I that's one of my things. When I eat out, I'm always like, well, yeah, I'm at a restaurant. You know, yeah. yeah. I almost never order a good meal when I'm out to eat. And so it's like that's one of my things that I have mm-hmm. to be intentional about. That I have to be mindful of. And it's like, okay, well, if I'm going out to eat with the same people, maybe I can ask them to help me, right, to be more mindful of that. Yeah, and I think especially for people who are like starting out, um, like making those goals, is like let yourself have grace, like look back and if it's not working like it's okay to adapt and be like okay well maybe that's not attainable for me like don't be so hard on yourself i mean like be hard on yourself but not to where it's like driving you crazy and you quit it right like let yourself adapt and then next year like maybe go back to the goal that you thought you were going to have this year right you know and i think another thing is just letting yourself like also live your life and not letting it completely take over, which I feel like a lot of people tend to do yeah. on New Year's is like, okay, well, I'm getting rid of everything. Like no carbs, you're getting rid of every, like everything that looks right. like sugar in the house. And like, you're making your family suffer because you have 10 year olds who just want some candy and now right. it's all gone. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you need to, you need to let yourself like have some fun, relax every once in a while, but like get back to it. Like hard, yet sustainable. Hard. Yeah. 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 For sure make it sustainable because yes. that's, you know, not everybody's, most people are not training for the CrossFit games. Most people are not trying to fit into a wedding dress. Most mm-hmm. people are not trying to, you know what I mean? Like do something specific at one day in one moment Right. or not training for a powerlifting competition. So right. it's like, you're, you're like, you're going for the long game. This is for a lifestyle. This mm-hmm. is for something you're trying to, a person you're trying to become. Right. And so you're going to have ebbs and flows. And I think understanding that mentality at the beginning to say, I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to fail. And yeah. what happens then? Yeah. Who am I going to reach out to? What am I going to do? What is going to be my fa- my fallback or whatever that's going to get me back on track for sure. after I fall? Because I know it's going to happen. And not just like sitting in that guilt when you do fail. Because right. that, that can just be like detrimental when you're constantly like, well, I'm never going to get it. Like, I'm Amen. never going to get it. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's just the devil talking. Like, he, he doesn't want you to get it. You know? right. And then yeah. you'd be like, hey, well, now I'm going to because you don't want me to. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's how I get through a lot of stuff just because. I'm very much a person like, oh, you don't think I can do it? Well, like, watch me go do it. Right. So like every time I feel like a little bit of hesitation, I'm like, nope, you just got to go do it now. Sure. Just gotta do it. So I think, again, mental game. That's but, baller. Yeah. Figure it out for yourself. Like what's going to, what's going to motivate you? Amen. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, Natalie, thank you so much for joining me today. This thank has been you. awesome. Yeah. I really appreciate it. We finally it. got it. We finally did it. Praise the Lord. Well, thanks for having, or thanks for joining me today. It was great having you. Uh, with us and uh, look forward to to doing more work together in the future. I'm excited. (laughs) All right. Thank you.